0: uncanny because it it goes channy uncanny like because
1: it rhymes so actually i remember a couple of years ago (laughs) when i was thinking i wanted to open up my youtube um my best friend at the time she's not here anymore but my best friend at the time was like you know you should do channy uncanny and i remember thinking oh my god that's perfect and i just felt like it resonated with me so much and it was also perfect because people are like how do you pronounce it I'm like Channy Uncanny, the same way you would pronounce Uncanny, and it just stuck ever since. How did she come <laughs> up with it? That's so funny. So we were thinking of um, what name I wanted to do, and I was like, Hmm, I don't know. I don't want. I don't know what I want my YouTube channel to be, my Instagram handle, and we were thinking of things that rhyme with Channy, and the things right. I were thinking were like Granny. Um, oh my God, Granny, <laughs> <Lenny>. <laughs> Granny. Channy, the granny. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be the cutest grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Actually, when I hit that age, I I may change it. I really might.
0: Granny Channy. That's the what I'm gonna Channy. say. Yeah. Oh my god. And well, it's uncanny that you are Channy, and I am so excited <laughs> that you are here on emotional support. This is such a treat. You are in rainbow. You have the cutest little sparkles on your eyes. I can't wait for the world. To- you are a real life doll. Has anyone ever told you this before? <laughs> No, you're first. Thank you. <laughs> well, you are a real life doll and I am so excited to have you on the show. I think that I have been so excited to speak to you for so long because we had, uh, booked this, this podcast recording, I feel like months ago already, even yeah, though it probably wasn't that long, ago months in like advance. a month. <laughs> yeah. And I am just, I have been counting down the days and then I messed up and you went to the Tony Robbins, um, weekend trip what was that like is that where you got your like cute
1: little stick yeah this is this was part of their little packet that they came in the mail so
0: everyone knows what I'm talking about they're they are the cutest little like like photo booth sticks and they have hearts and love and yes and are they (laughs) affirmations is that kind of what you learned
1: so yeah over the weekend it was really just full immersion I think it's one thing to know um things about like your thoughts create your emotions and how to control your emotions and all that stuff. And I think it's different to actually apply it and give yourself the experience of it. So that whole event was about immersion, like 9.30 a.m. till like 10 p.m. But some days it went till like 1 a.m. So, (laughs) And it was amazing because some people are from all around the world. And on their end, it would be like, it's five in the morning right now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is wild. No,
0: I saw a lot of people. I actually had three friends that were doing that. And when I had emailed you, and then afterwards, I was like, oh my God, I'm so dumb i remember she's at this tony robbins event and then i saw all of my friends and they were breaking boards and it they brought me (laughs) back to time when i i i actually like not to brag but i'm a black belt in taekwondo oh that's something
1: to brag about
0: (laughs) well i was very young and my husband said that my mother bought me my black belt i know that that's not true i really (laughs) in the years of work But I remember we had to do all the breaking of the boards and all that stuff. And I remember people being like, oh, my God, she's so little. How can she do this? But it was all about a mindset. And it was years of training about teaching that. So when I saw all of my friends going and breaking boards and stuff, I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was like, (laughs) this is what this is about, Tony Robbins. Like, I am loving every bit of this. So that is so fantastic. Now, tell me everything. Let's start from the beginning. You are a hypnotist. You Mm -hmm. do all sorts of spiritual energy, like clearing and all of this stuff. How did this happen?
1: So... (laughs) Sometimes I ask myself the same thing, because <laughs> I'm wow. like, wow, you know, I started in high school, I was all about arts, like I studied fine arts. And then I went to Parsons for a couple of years, I did photography. And then I switched my major. And then I decided I'm going to do education. And so my last job was the education director at a private school in Brooklyn. Oh Wow. And Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is, I've always enjoyed working with people. I feel like the dynamic that I had within my friend group is always like the mediator. And I just love working with people and listening to them. And could I offer a solution or (laughs) just being there for them? And one day my sister was like, hey, sis, you want to go to uh, Florida and get yourself certified in hypnotherapy? And I was like, what? What's hypnotherapy? And I had no idea what this is. And Florida sounded really good. (laughs) If I were to be honest.
0: Well, if I'm going to go anywhere, at least it's really warm and we got the water. And what a great excuse to go and become a hypnotherapist just for Florida. I would do the same thing, honestly. Exactly.
1: And at the time, I had quit my job because I was so burnt out. I, I was just, you know, working my daytime job. And then I had another side hustle and I was like trying to make ends work. And even then, I was so stressed out. I wasn't happy with my job position and the stress that came with it. And So I had quit. Now she's saying, you want to go do this? I'm like, with what money? Right. (laughs) With what money? And it was such a huge leap for me. But like I said, Florida sounded good. VAK sounded nice. I think I was in a position where I'm so open to receiving and just figuring out my piece And I went, and my goodness, Marissa Pierce, she's amazing. Um, If you don't know her. I don't. She's phenomenal. Have
0: you always been the kind of person that was so open to energy and to whatever came your way? Were you always a firm believer like that?
1: I think I was always a firm believer of change, that people Mm. are never broken, that they just need support. And I feel like I really played that role of like, I'm here to support you and You know, ironically, I felt like I didn't really have a support system. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. I feel like that that happens a lot, especially people in the mental health field. And even more specifically, I think that like therapists and people who are specialists such as yourself, you know, you give and you give and you give and yet. You just give all your energy, but you don't have someone to support you. And I feel like I hear that quite a lot mm-hmm. of also um, it being quite a lonely field of work um, th- mm-hmm. when you are a specialist in the mental health field because you are just exerting all this energy and then you just completely get drained and fall apart. And it's about finding your own balance. And I think right. that that's such an important thing is balance is so, so, so important. And what was it like when you, when you were learning about the hypnotherapy, was there, did you ever think it was like kind of woo woo?
1: <laughs> oh man. When I first, yeah, no, I get that all the time. And, you know, even now I wish there was a different word for hypnotherapy uh, P, because like, right. even when I say I'm a hypnotherapist, there's like a connotation like, oh, hypnosis. Right. <laughs> like, what do you Ooh, do? Yeah.
0: Is that a real therapy? Uh, yeah. Right.
1: And honestly, the clients that I get are people who are like just they're just like drawn out of luck. They're like, I'm desperate. And I would have never considered this, but I've tried therapy. I've tried this and that. And I don't know what hypnotherapy is. It sounds a little in eh, but I'm just at a loss for like anything. I'll do anything. Right, so those right. are the clients that reach out because they don't know what hypnotherapy is. And I think even when I entered, I wasn't sure what hypnotherapy was. And I did have that idea that it's very woo-woo. But when yeah. I went in there, I was like, man, it's actually really just honest to God, it's really just about tapping into, you know, what are the beliefs that you have created and what beliefs are running your life. And absolutely, I like to simplify for people when they say what is hypnotherapy? I say, it's like a guided meditation. It really is mm-hmm. like you're closing your eyes, you're allowing me to facilitate that. And you're allowing yourself when's the last time you took two hours just to sit down and really think about the experiences you've had And to really assess, like, what are the beliefs that you have formed based on your childhood experiences? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're not always childhood. It might be when you were a teenager or, like, my biggest thing was, like, when I was a teenager. I feel like a lot of the issues that I had, you know, it's not when I was a kid, but teenager years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So really helping people to dive into when was that pivotal moment for you? And now it's not even just about, okay, I see that's what it is, but also reframing it. So at the end of hypnotherapy session, I give them a whole bunch of affirmations and it's not just woo -woo affirmations. It's really like the truth and it's the process of getting them to their truth because I don't have the answers. You know, it's really about what's true for you.
0: Yeah. And it's so fun. Did you, I, I just, I love hypnotherapy so much, just so you know how much I love it. Um, (laughs) When uh, I, before I was diagnosed with bipolar one disorder that came when I was like 22, I came later in mm-hmm. life, but obviously I was born with it and it's, it's just a surprise it was here. Um, But when I was about five years old, there were incidents before, but specifically when I was five, I couldn't cross thresholds for instance, like, um, I'd wake up in the morning. I was such a perfectionist and I was so obsessed with, if I couldn't have the day be perfect, I didn't want to leave the house. So I could Mm. not go from one side of my front door of the house to the other side. I could not, speaking of Taekwondo, I could not go from one side of the Taekwondo studio to the other side of the Taekwondo studio. I just Mm. couldn't put that one foot in front of the next. And I was a, a, um, a professional dancer where I was um, a competition dancer, right? At a young age, mm. starting when I was four, I had been doing it. And I co- and it was the one thing that made me happy and kept me have balance in life. Um, so mm. I couldn't cross from one threshold to the next in the dance studio. And that was the one place that was happy. So my mom had taken me to regular therapists, all kinds of stuff. It was helping a little bit. But she took me to a hypnotherapist at five.
1: Mm. Wow, that's really young too. The hypnotherapist
0: changed my life. Yeah. yeah. So that is who changed my whole world. And I would do this hypnotherapy. I had done probably like three to six months of sessions, you know, mm-hmm. um, over a long, over a period of time. Um, and the hypnotherapist was the one that taught me how to cross that threshold. And one day I did it and um, at the dance studio and all of the dance moms were crying because they knew how hard it was for me to get Mm. from one side to the next. And it was just magical. And after that, I am such a firm believer in hypnotherapy. I think especially in children, because I think it's quite hard for a child to open up, but there's something Mm. about, you know, it's like nap time and you meditate And you go into this different stage and you get walked through and it's very, and I still to this day, remember the office and remember the smells and remember the seat that I would sit in and lay down (laughs) eventually. And it's, it's just so, it's so magical. Were you someone that had done hypnotherapy yourself um, before or while you were studying where you had kind of a life changing moment where you're like, oh, this is for me.
1: Yeah. So I never did hypnotherapy before. Mind you, I was like so new to this. And it was when we were training and getting in the process of certification that, you know, I got my own hypnotherapy session. And there were things that came up that I never thought about ever. (laughs) And I was like, wow. And I think that was a very eye-opening experience for me too, because you know, how many things do we just like shove aside? Mm -hmm. And yet when we're trying to uncover, why am I like this? In that moment, you know, intuitively that came up for me. And I was like, where did that come from? That's something I never thought about, but wow, but wow, right? And it's really that. And like you said, I think hypnotherapy, I mean, children are visualizers. You know, they see things, they're imaginative, they're very creative in spirit, and they believe it wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what makes children so special. And part of hypnotherapy that makes it so powerful is you are visualizing, you know? And in a sense, you know sometimes we're not reliving it but yes you are visualizing what has happened and even in the future when we're doing those affirmations I kind of this is something that I kind of wanted to plug into because I'm realizing visualization is such a huge component of it that yes, yes. you know how do you create a certainty you gotta you gotta believe it you mm-hmm. know but how do you believe mm-hmm. it you gotta give yourself an experience of it and people might be like I can't experience the future it's never happened everything that I want is something I've it's so far-fetched and so Sometimes things that I've learned is your body knows doesn't know. Your mind does not know the difference between what is real or what is not. It only knows what it feels, in a sense. It takes it directly. And so visualization is so key. So in the end, it's like, Let's tie it in. We have to give you a level of certainty by having you experience what it's like to feel that in the moment. What does that deep peace look like? What does a very healthy relationship look like? And yes, in a sense, I'm suggesting it to you, but they're also feeling it. They're seeing it. And visualization, that is key. This is why meditation is so important too.
0: Absolutely, is absolutely key.
1: Now, when you
0: do... for 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 those who are listening who have not experienced hypnotherapy before, is there mm-hmm. something, obviously you're not going to hypnotize me. We're not doing that because that would be a very <laughs> boring episode because I would be completely out <laughs> of um, it. So we're not going to do that. But for those who are not familiar with hypnotherapy, can you just give a little backstory of what the process is um, and, and, is there a certain amount of time that you do it for, and then you kind of back off? Do you come mm-hmm. in when needed? Is it something that happens for a long period of time um, throughout the like the course of someone's you know journey, if you will? Can you give just mm-hmm. like a quick idea of what they would expect?
1: Of course. So yeah, first and foremost, no, nothing is being done to you. A lot of people are afraid that am I going to lose control? Like, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, right. no, no don't, right. don't be afraid. It's really just, it's a guided meditation. And, you know, if something ever feels like you don't want to go there, no one's forcing you anywhere, you know, you have full control over it. But in a sense, like you can't heal what you cannot feel. That's one of the Mm -hmm. biggest foundations of what I do is like, I'm here to help you feel so that you can actually let it flow through you and really start looking at that and be like, what is the truth that I started believing from this feeling? And, you know, you're not reliving your trauma in any way. Think of it as you're observing it. You know, and sometimes you, you feel the empathy towards this person, like, wow, like it was very painful. And, you know, a lot of clients will cry. Some people won't, but it is a very emotional space. Mm-hmm. But it is also a very safe space. And so the process looks like we're just going through three scenes, you know, three scenes that um, that you feel like are very very like, it's it's this is why. this is why I'm struggling with it, and I just know it. Surprisingly, and actually it's not surprisingly, but you know, some people have a hard time coming up with these scenes. It's just blank and they're like, I don't know, nothing's coming up. And so some people might even go for hypnotherapy because they're like, I don't remember anything.
0: Right. What's that about?
1: Right. 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 And so I always like take them to another place. It's like we all remember at least where we used to live. We at Mm -hmm. least remember the people we used to be around and really just giving them like a segue into some 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 moment, because sometimes we're so clouded in our heads, we think, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And if we think our way into like, this has to be the answer, it kind of muddles like (laughs) the experience. Whereas, you know, just allow yourself to flow, see what comes up for you. So I tell people, whatever comes up for you, say it, speak it. And some people might even be like, this is so irrelevant, but this is what's coming up for me. And I would say, please share because you might think it's irrelevant logically, but feeling wise, like that's the place we're trying to tap into because that's the part that's not been really tapped into. Right. You know? right, right, right. And, and crazy enough, it's usually those experiences that actually has everything to do because they're yeah. like, Oh my God, I didn't
0: even realize that. <laughs> and I think that that happens a lot. I think in, specific types of therapy, whether it be hypnotherapy or, um, oh God, I, I always say the wrong word, but it's, um, the cognitive behavior therapy or or whatever the one EDM, whatever. I'm the worst one. You'd think I would know by now. Like I've been talking to enough people that I should know this. But you know, where they go back in and they go deep inside the brain and 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 almost go through the whole trauma of everything. Um, and it is the things that you would assume are so irrelevant. And oh who cares about the pink bunny in the room or whatever it may be? Right. But that could be something so simple that could change and be the memory that you need to. You know, open up, and that's the key to everything. When you mm. have people that come into your office, do you have people that come in with traumas that need closure and are looking for hypnotherapy? Because I think a lot of people think hypnotherapy. Oh, I'm going to go get hypnotized so I stop smoking or I quit this. You know, I and mean? I, mm. I think that that's a lot of um uh, the 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 narrative that we've all been told about what hypnotherapy is, Mm -hmm. but do you have people that come in after a trauma or after, um, you know, someone has passed away, for instance, to kind Mm -hmm. of
1: use the hypnotherapy as a tool to heal? Of course. Of course. Um, the process that I take people through, and I think you mentioned like, what does hypnotherapy look like? I actually, um, got on a call with someone and they had done hypnotherapy before. And I asked them, what did the process look like? And I was surprised to hear that their hypnotherapist, at least their first experience was more so affirmations Mm -hmm. and like touch. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. I feel like I take a whole nother approach to it because I mean, I learned it from Marissa Peer. And so her thing is RTT, which is rapid transformational therapy. And she takes a little bit of everything, you know, and which gives us such powerful results. And, So one of the things that we might go into is with people who have trauma, whether they lost a loved one or maybe um, I have a client I'm going to work with soon where she got cheated on in a sense. She found out Mm -hmm. that her husband of many, many years was sexting someone and it's traumatic, you know, and Uh, it's traumatic to her (laughs) and there's really just there's no closure here. She's just hurt. She's wounded. And how can I move past this? And so sometimes, let's say for an example, if it's someone you lost because of a death, there's a space where I could create for them where it's like, you know what, I want you to visualize. Once again, Mm -hmm. it's creating that experience for you again. Whereas sometimes the remorse that you feel and the regret is the things you wish you could have said, but you never did. Wow. You know, and you, wow. you know, and I had that with my best friend, you know, I there's so right. many things I wish I could have told her, but I never really got the chance to. And yet, yes, I can hold on to that and feel remorse my whole entire life. Or I can say, you know what? I would like to experience what it's like to be able to say the things and in spirit, still say it. Right. And right. emotionally just think of ways that that heals you because now it's not what could have been. And it gives you a different level of peace that really trespasses it. Like it, it goes beyond the physical right. realm. Right. Yeah. And do you,
0: I mean, that must have helped you so much when you got to have that conversation with your friend who, who um, passed away. That must have been just so therapeutic and healing and beautiful just for you even.
1: For me, I actually was able to experience that in my dreams. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I'm such. a No, and
0: nothing sounds crazy <laughs> on the
1: show. Let me tell you nothing. I'm the cuckoo bananas of all of them. Yeah, I'm a cuckoo and I love it. Like I wake up from my dreams. I, I, I remember the symbols. I remember the experiences. And my friend actually visited me in my dream. And I was able to like talk to her as if she was right there. Wow! And I mean, mind you, this isn't reality, but still I experienced it. And that's the power of just experience. Well, consciousness
0: is everywhere, right? And energy Mm -hmm. is everywhere.
1: So, I mean, I am one of those
0: believers that that, that there's the presence is here. The energy is amongst us, right? I mean, like we are all energy. When we pass away, we become energy. It's all one. There's all the different dimensions. I mean, I can go into a whole spiel of all of it. (laughs) But I completely understand that, and it's funny you are the second person in less than 24 hours that has had this conversation with me. Um, Yay. In regard, <laughs> yes, in regards, in regards to, dream, to life? dream and 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 not in a podcast. I had this with someone in real life, like not in an interview situation where we were talking about it because um, we had to. Um, my family dog, who's 16, we had to put her down um, mm-hmm. literally in an hour. So don't mind me if i'm like all over Aww. the place and kind of but but it was interesting because we had talked i had talked about it with someone else how you know all creatures are all energy right and just because They, we, we don't get to physically talk to them every single day, face to face and touch. That energy is there and you can feel that energy and you can have that closure. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes in your dreams, you know, you see animals and, and humans ascend into the heavens in your dreams or you get to have that conversation. And someone was letting me know that they worked with someone who um, wanted to have closure with their father that never had closure when he passed Mm. and they had no relationship that they didn't get along. And that it was a choice to go into a meditative state to have that goodbye basically um, Mm. and close that chapter up and how he reverted to actually being um, like a five-year-old when he was in that meditative state um, Mm. by having that closure because it's all energy. And it was, that was what, he needed to say goodbye and to feel okay, and so mm. I'm a firm believer in in it, nothing is ever gone in quote unquote. Nothing ever disappears. Yeah. No one ever goes away, and you never see them again. You may not physically see them, but you feel them, and and you'll yeah. see them in your dreams. And I'm a firm believer in in, mm. in dreams and and. Anyways, whatever. That
1: is a whole nother story. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We could talk for hours about stuff like this. (laughs) Did you ever
0: learn about dreams and stuff like that? Like dream states?
1: No, I never learned about it. It's just something that has been so naturally in me. Um, You know, I'll ask my friends, do you know your dream life? And they're like, I don't remember anything. And I'm like, is it just me? Oh no, no, <laughs> but- no! It's
0: me too. I'm a. I they, everyone calls me the witch because I always know I see in my dreams, or I just have juju of like feeling um, when people are pregnant. I'm that person. So I had told <laughs> one of my friends. I said, "Oh, she's pregnant. I know it." And they're like, "No, she is not." And then, literally weeks later, I. I was told that my friend was pregnant and she's like I wow. can't believe that you called it and I was uncomfortable trying to keep it together and I I'm that person I'm always the, <laughs> I'm the pregnancy gal I know when people are getting pregnant and they, and it's not me I am not pregnant and I'm not getting pregnant anytime soon but I can see it <laughs> with my friends but it's true and it comes in dreams and that's why I always believe you should always keep a pen and a paper next to the bed so if you do wake up and you're oh, for sure. awake yet, You should just totally write this down. I'm sorry. I made this like, I made this about a dream moment and we're talking about <laughs> therapy, but I do think that it's yes. all the same. Yes. And I do think it's all the same because it's all tapping into, to our subconscious and really yeah, digging It's all about and-
1: the subconscious in a sense.
0: And it's the signs that we get, you know, it's, it's totally the signs. I love that. And, and do you, have you always had a sense of wanting to work with, with mental health and emotional health? You know, has this been something that you, I I know that we have not talked about if you live with your own mental illness and that's not, that's irrelevant to Mm -hmm. me. But you have such a power to want to heal those that do. Do people come into you ever and say, like, for instance, I'll use me for example. Like, I live with bipolar 1 disorder. Fix me. Like, do they ever (laughs) come in and want to just, like, be, like, fixed at the, you know, drop of a hat? Or are there special tools that you can help with with the mental health specifically?
1: Right. I think first and foremost, I really believe we are never our labels. You know, right. it's, oh, I love that. you know, you're someone who struggles with bipolar, but you are not, <laughs> you're yeah. not a victim of it um, in the sense that to some extent, we all have feelings. Like Even me, I was never diagnosed. Um, I never went to the doctors, but I remember I used to go to the bathroom, block myself and like cry in the bathroom from six hours in a row and just in the dark, you know, <laughs> like yeah. what's that about, you know, and all of these dark thoughts are like overwhelming me and no one diagnosed me. But if I look back at it, I'm like, I was in a dark space, right, you know, right. and had I been at the doctor's then and there, they might've been like, yep, you're depressed. You right. know, you have depression, it's severe, it's, um, but yeah, I never got diagnosed, but I think in a sense, human emotion is so universal. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like when I'm entering the mental health space, um, these labels don't really, like, it doesn't um, intimidate me or feel like I can't help you because I think, you know, your um, space that you created, emotional support. Yeah. Emotional support. Yes. I But emotional support
0: on on Clubhouse. (laughs) It's easier that way. People
1: are like, like, what? (laughs) I think it's so beautiful that you created that space because, you know, I think people, all of us, we just want to be seen, heard, you know, understood and just feel like we have someone we can like connect with. And I think that's something that, you know, when you're like, this is what you've got. And, you know, it makes people feel like I'm different. And Mm. I'm not the same and I have something for me. It just feels like, no, we are all the same. We all struggle with these things and perhaps you've been diagnosed, but we're all in it together. Yeah. And you, especially, I think there was a guy that came up and he was actually sharing when I first entered, um, he was sharing that he was in a really bad space. And Alessandra, I was amazed at how you made him feel so sane and you were just there for him. And I was so touched that you even like as a leader in that group, you got everyone to be like, we love you. Like, you know, like it doesn't matter what you're going through or what you're dealing with. It's like, you know, we're here for you. And thank you so much for sharing. I know it you know, took a lot for you and it helped him. You know, he was like, wow, I really felt that. Well, I think that that's the most important thing is that we
0: all show support for one another. And I think that, you know, people don't, I, I, I think that there's a lot of people that I've met. I, I say I love you to everyone. I've met a lot of people that go, well, you can't really love everyone. And I love you is a special word and all this stuff. Mm. But I truly do love everyone because we are all beings, right? I love animals. Mm. I love plants. I love humans. I love the little <laughs> fishies in the sea. And You're i are truly- loving that little
1: girl. I love
0: this. I, love, I love, love
1: this, I love this, I love that. I <laughs> oh, love man. it all.
0: Um, but I truly believe that there is power in the word love. And I yes. I also truly believe I was very blessed and I'm aware of how blessed I was that I was told that, that someone loved me every single day of my life. I had my mm. mother, I had my family, I had friends. I was a very, I heard the word, I love you. The saying, I love you a lot. I truly mm. have learned this, not even believe. I truly have heard this from people that they never had a parent say, I love you to them. Or they had never yeah. been in a relationship where said, someone said, I love you. And mm. I think that there is something so simple and so significant about saying, I love you to someone. Yeah. And, you know, people can say, oh, you don't mean it all you want. Well, I don't really care what you think. Because I do mean it. And I may not see your face on an app, on social media. I may not know you one-on-one, but I hear your voice. I hear the the um, the vulnerability. And I also hear the strength that is hidden inside that can't wait to come out. And if me yeah. saying, I love you to you, is what's going to bring it out, or you chanting saying, I love you to someone or whomever it may be, if that can be a little bit of a change, what's wrong with saying three little words to change someone's life? And that's really what I I believe. So I thank you so much for... Mm. Um, for, for understanding that. And for, um, I accept you. I, I, what is it? I receive what you're saying. I'm always, I'm like trying to learn all these new things that people teach me. I receive (laughs) this. Um, but I, I think that it is so important. And I think that we are all humans and, you know, speaking about, you know, you losing your best friend, right. That chance Mm -hmm. of life is so short, right. We need to be telling the people who are in our lives that we love them because you do never know life is short. Um, and so I, I just, and, and I believe, you know, go into your dreams, go into a hypnotherapist, go to Chani, go talk, you know, and I, I really <laughs> think that this is special. Now I have to ask you, it what is. is the next yeah. thing that you um, see for yourself in this mental health field?
1: <sighs> You're like, where so, to start? Oh, I know because I think I, have been this is this is the inner work that I'm doing. Whereas I feel like a part of my growth um, in my journey has been getting in touch back with my creative self. Mm-hmm. And um, I told you one of the biggest things in my like in my life was high school. I lost so much confidence. Um, Mm -hmm. I grew up loving arts, musician, I was a songwriter, like I was so creative. Mm -hmm. And high school came along and I was in a specialized art high school. And so many people were so good that I started dismantling any good thought I had about myself because I kept comparing myself like, yep, can't match that. Oh, nope, can't match that either. And I just kept thinking, I suck, I suck, I suck. And no wonder I went from fine arts and I was like, maybe something different, photography, photography. And then the same thing happened again. I'm like, oh God, I suck, I suck, I suck. (laughs) And and then I went to childhood education, but I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) And I think a big part of it was I was just not accepting that I am a very creative being Mm -hmm. and I was not giving myself space to do that. So this year I made that commitment to myself. I said, I'm a creative. And as I'm working with clients too, something's clicking in me where I'm realizing as I'm working with my clients, I'm telling them, make the damn table you've been wanting to make. Like draw the thing you said you wanted to draw, like write the book, do the photography. And I feel like I am encouraging people to just do what they love to do. Right. And right. yet it's so difficult. And I'm realizing it's, I just got a spark for me where it just felt so true to me that I feel like my calling is, in a sense is to help people tap back into their creative energy. Mm-hmm. of Because that beautiful. creative energy will bring you back to the joy of, all the things you used to love doing and to the joy of just being you and not being able to worry, like, should I do this or that? Should I do that or that? Or like, and they're so stressed and worried, but they're not even giving themselves space to just do what they love because they're just so worried about what's going to happen if I, yeah, you know, if I don't do that.
0: No, absolutely. And, and you have a YouTube station as well, a station, Oh, YouTube station. how old do I sound? You have a YouTube <laughs> channel. I am mortified by my behavior right now. Um, Do you, what do you post on there? Like, what do you, do you talk about your hypnotherapy on there?
1: So YouTube is something I started and I, I, I stopped it. So it's not something I've been active on, but I'm most active on Instagram. So now I love that my friend, she was like, I love your memes. And I'm like memes, I love it. <laughs> I never thought of it as I'm putting out memes, but I guess so. Like I draw illustrations of that, like life advice or things that I'm learning, things that I know that will help people because right. it has helped me. Like I, I'm yeah. also a perfectionist and it's held me back so long. And now I'm like, even my doodles, they look like scribbles. And I'm like, I don't oh, care. so cute. I don't care, <laughs> and you know, and people are loving it, and I'm like, I, I love that they love it, but I, more importantly, I love that I love it because I'm just doing what I want to do, and I'm not worried about anything else. And so well, I think now that's my so great that.
0: Well, and I think that that's so great, honestly, because, um, I, you know, when you see other people's art, and even if it is a little doodle, right. I know that it came from your heart and I know that it's so amazing and that is why people <laughs> share it. And that is why people relate to it. And that is why your friend is like, Oh my God, I love your memes. And you're like, what? This is, what is. <laughs> because when something comes truly from the heart and it's art from art from the heart, I'm going to say that art from the heart, ah. it really, it really shows so much and it really just it, it resonates with people. So I absolutely love every single thing that you're doing. Um, I'm going to ask you my final question. Channy. what is your (laughs) emotional support?
1: Oh, emotional support. I would have to say I'm going to hop on the fact that we're talking about creative energy, you know, um, even in the fact that like I'm connecting with you. I think this is creative energy. We're creating a connection, uh, creating artwork, you know, creating a legacy, anything that I feel like, is creative, which is kind of the essence of what life is, (laughs) is really what supports me in life. It gives me another way of looking at life and it pushes me through another day. But really just that, just create the life you want, create the connections you want, create the love life you want, just creative energy. It's in all of us.
0: Oh my God. I love that. It, It really is in all of us. And for people who don't think that they can draw and they can't, you know, oh, sing or dance or whatever. That's not what creative energy is about. If you want to do a math problem, okay, and a science project, <laughs> that is exactly. creative. And you just have to keep on doing you. Um, I really appreciate that. Exactly. I love you dearly. I think that you are such a bright light. Too. From the moment that you started <laughs> speaking, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the best guest. I am so freaking excited right now. <laughs> And you just do so much. And I really, I'm so thankful that you came on here um, to speak about hypnotherapy because it's something that we have not spoken about before on this show. And I really, mm. truly, it saved my life as a child. And I yeah. I want people to hear it from a different state of mind of not just, it's helping you quit something. I want it to help yeah. you, you know, start your life off because it really did help me start and, and, and become my true self of who i was and it's it's for trauma it's for everything it's just for life in general yeah, so it's, i it's i really life. i'm so thankful that you came on and i i can't wait to uh oh my
1: gosh that would be awesome <laughs>